Expose the gooch. Now we are going to the state fair. What's up, Stokers of Stoke Nation? This is Chad Kroger coming in with the Going Deep with Chad and JT podcast. Guys, before we begin, I remind you once again that we are brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trims pubed, for looking after our hogs, for making sure that our dongs are looking fresh and clean. Because, guys, remember, the nutsack never lies. And that's the truth. And if you want to find out more about what that means, use code GODEEP20 at Manscaped.com to get 20% off your order and just to start working on your pubes. I'm here with my compadre, Jean Thomas. What up? Boom. Clap, stokers. And we are here with the the freaking love doctor, Strider Wilson. Dude, too kind. What up, bros? Freaking fired up to be here with the four horsemen, the chill apocalypse, dude. We've been talking, we've been having some good fodder before the pod. Mm-hmm. We're saving a lot of good shit for the pod today. Oh, yeah. Fired up. And we're nice. here with the lubed dome himself. Joe yeah. Marisi, what up? <laughs> what up? Sorry for dressing up. Um, no, I love Are it. you dressed I'm up? I'm in a vest. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm just trying to class up the place a little bit. Yeah, I love it. You are elegance personified. Thanks. You look fantastic, but I have a third piece on. You realize that? No. T-shirt? Everyone has two pieces. Shirt, top and bottom. I have a vest on. It's a third piece. That's effort. I got one and a half pieces. These shorts are short. <laughs> yeah, dude. JT's yeah, about to like... I got right. custom jean shorts for working out, and someone who cares about me got me them for Christmas. Are you serious? But I don't know who did it. I forgot. I think it was my bro, though. It was your brother? Big C. Hampton Parr. He looked like uh, the Incredible Hulk before he turns into the Hulk. Right. Just regular Lou Ferrigno. I've gotten yeah. that before that I look like Lou. I mean, not because of the muscles. I mean, just because of the jeans. Well, not not because of the muscles either, Joe. JT's Although been actually, looking if, jacked. If we're gonna compare me to one of those, to one of those Arab Olympians, I think I think it's more Franco Colombo. Yeah. Is he in the? Uh, He's pumping in pumping iron. iron. Yeah, yeah, I think he gets second place that year. Actually. He's jacked as fuck. I, I do think He's that's a good dude. body comparison. Little dude. Dude, you know what'd be a good power move with those jean shorts? They always tell you at a gym, oh, you can't work out in jeans. You go in there, there's a last stain in this motherfucker. You can't work out in jeans at a gym. That's what it said at Golds. But if you have elastic, if it's a stretchy. Technically qualifies as an athletic short. Stretchy chinos. Why would they even be worried about that? Because the only thing they should be worried about is like germs or or being too revealing. Not a closed toe shoe for an injury. Exactly. Um, I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It feels like a little prejudice. Well, it's like you don't wear sandals on stage. I used to do it though. Yeah, yeah, you did that. (laughs) Just because. Joe, what do you think about that? (laughs) Joe, (laughs) it's not good. You can't do that. Because if, if they're eye level with your feet, it is a little weird. But there's this old Christian story about how there was this tree that everyone thought the devil was in. And they were like, don't go near the tree. Don't pick fruit off of it or the devil will kill you. And then one day a friar went up there, took an axe, and just swung it straight into that tree. That's me with sandals. It's in the Bible? I don't know if it's in the Bible, it's but not. it was in a religion class book that I read at Catholic school. St. Anne's. Yeah, I went to Catholic school. Where, you went to an all-boys school, right? For high school, but not grade school. Where'd you go for grade That'd school? be weird. Uh, it was called St. Paul the Cross. Isn't it weird for high school, it. too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, but whatever, you know. What did you guys do for... Did you have a sister school? Those, like, the girls you asked out to dances and stuff? Or yeah, how did that work? right. Nice. Who'd you ask out to your first dance? I don't know. Was her name Stacy? No. Was it Stacy's mom? 
Is it the fountains? Rest of in Wayne? peace, Adam Schlesinger. What do you mean? The the lead singer, I think, from Fountains of Wayne passed. Oh, really? Yeah, who also wrote mm, the song, that song, that. that thing you do. Oh. But taking it into a more fun topic, we were talking about Dave's Hot Chicken before this. It's so damn dank. Yeah, I've never been, but it sounds good. Bro, you got to get... I was afraid. I can't handle that much spice. I, mm-hmm. li- I enjoy spice, but I can't handle extreme spice. I get the hot, and I'm fine. Yeah, the, the hot it's chicken fine. concept in L.A. is really taking over. There's a bunch of them now. Really? So. Yeah. Well, what kind of sauce are you at? Uh, Right now, I'm at medium. Um, Why medium? Just working my way up. Yeah. What, what's your order? Do you get the, the sandwich with the slaw? Yeah. Or- or do you get one one strip one? The sandwich is the best. Uh, yeah, the sandwich and the and the one strip. Yeah. Limit the carbs. Yeah, I like the I like the one with the sandwich though because you get the coleslaw. That slaw is probably the best part of it. Yeah. It's the here's what you do. Because overall, it's not that great. Just get two sandwiches, and then you don't different. have the bread. I'm trying to be different. Well, I I want the bread. But you got you just be disciplined, baby. You get you get hot, two sandwiches. Dip the bun, ditch the bun on the second sandwich. You want Joe to watch his carbs? Yeah. Are you watching your carbs, or is that just uh, your your go-to? That's my go-to. I, you don't yeah. need that extra carb. Extra you bread. That. Yeah. Yeah, because the chicken's already breaded anyways. Exactly. You're not there for the bun. Well, you, you're doing the fries. For the fries are good. Yeah. I mean, not everywhere fries are fries good. Fries are really. It's pretty good. hard to have bad fries. Well, uh, uh, oh, Aaron, oh, talking about in and out like that, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, disrespect, Aaron. dude. Unbelievable, dude. There are bad fries out there. And yeah, they are solely in and Aaron, Aaron, when it comes time to tell your talk to your new daughter about fries, tell her to come to me. Yeah, let Uncle Chad take care of it. <laughs> it takes a village to raise a child, Aaron, and in this case, you need to consult the village. And he'll dude. guide her straight to eight flying Dutchmen. And she's like, Daddy, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. Well, you ain't, you ain't eating those fries without that sauce, though, I'll tell you that much. What kind of sauce they got there? The spread. Oh, at In-N-Out? Yeah. Yeah, I love the spread. I put it all over. I always get a couple packets. You eating them without that? Yeah, I'll eat them any which way, but no. I, I prefer it with spread. I'm telling you the truth, brother. You know how you know In-N-Out gets it right? They get they chill the spread when they give it to you. Mm-hmm. When it comes to food, move. bro, taste, temperature, texture—the three T's. Mm-hmm. I've never been at like a heater upper though. I get annoyed when people are like, "You're gonna, you're gonna heat that up." I'm like, "No," you know, because they're, they're they're like, "Heat it up." You should eat it heated. I'm like, "No." Yeah. Do I, you I, like I, cold pizza more than hot? Like leftover I, pizza? How are you having it? I don't know. I just don't like heating things up. I'm with There's you. There's something about cold it. steak is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm like like I'll no. fucking I'll take no. coffee cold. If it's, I'll take whatever temperature it's in. I don't heat up. You respect its process that it got there on its own. You don't want yeah. to change it. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know once the once the heat is gone, it's gone. Yeah, you, when you nuke it back in, you can taste the difference. Like when you yeah. when you microwave steak, it gets that kind of metallic taste to it, and you're like, yeah. that's not what I'm, the rubberiness. Yeah, that's not what I'm chasing. And I just don't think I like to put that much effort into. It. That's the thing, it, Chad. It, I, I didn't want to knock you, and you don't microwave meat. You stick it in the oven. Oh, yeah. And right. that's the thing is oh, yeah. it, takes, yeah. it takes the effort. Well, you're more mature than me, though. I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, same with pizza. Yeah, me neither. You take your side dishes, you nuke them if you have to, but you go ahead, you set it to broil so it gets a little hotter, a little faster. Hmm. Maybe put it a little towards the top of the oven. You get that meat up to you. Put it in glassware. 
Baby, you're having a you're nice birthday. You're my dad. You're my dad. <laughs> That's so much work. Papa Strider, yeah, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, the <laughs> thing about the microwave, it's but you, instant. You lear, you no, learn not, to, I don't want to wait 20 minutes to eat. You learn to yeah. enjoy the work, though. That's like being an adult is you're like, there's like a, like a meditative quality to like turning the oven on, preheating it, putting the yeah. food in there. I mean, I'm right. already passed out just yeah. talking about it, but yeah. that's that's what people say about it, about no. domestic rituals. Hey, Laird Hamilton washes dishes every morning. Does he really? Yeah. Rituals. Yeah. Rituals. To wipe off like the um, protein oats that got stuck on there from the night before. <laughs> that, his macadamia nut butter. The ghee butter. The ghee butter. And he likes to accomplish things early in the day. So he makes his bed. Even though Gabby Reese is still in She's there. sleeping and he makes it on top. <laughs> he, he <makes> she's <laughs> like, like, babe, I'm still sleeping. He's like, I got to I gotta accomplish something. putting like throw pillows on her head. Oh, they're they're <laughs> yeah. married? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know sense. that? that she does sense. all of his scheduling for him. Like when he did our pod, she was like in charge of it. They're like a super team. Oh, yeah. They're both yeah. like beach awesome, athletes. Dude. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Dude, in his doc, we, it's an amazing so doc on Hulu. Chad and I watched it. Uh, what is it called? Hulu, like it's, it's called like Laird yeah. going huge or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Laird, like, like rare human. Ne- like, next, paddle, paddle in. Next level ice bath. <laughs> when he first fell for Gabby, he had this massive break that him and his buddies would surf at on right. uh, jet Jaws. skis. And the, the deal was that they never brought girls there. And right when he fell in love with Gabby, he brought her there the next day. And all the boys were like, we weren't supposed to. They're in the documentary. They're like, we weren't supposed to bring girls there. Dude, Der- Derek Dorner, I think his name is. He's super serious, like Hawaiian lifeguard. He's like, you don't do that. You don't. And I, I think the reasoning was is because they thought if girls were there, you would perform for the girls, and so right. you wouldn't be focused on the task at hand. Yeah. Which of course I found to perform for the girls. Yeah. That's why uh, when I went to certain kind of meetings for certain kinds of addictive problems, if there was too many girls there, I couldn't do it because I was like, yeah. I started talking and I, I I heard myself trying to like sell a story a little bit for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's good but, on you for that honest introspection. I bet you other got, other dudes went and did that and, and did put on that performance I can't aspect. speak to it, but it for sure happened. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's good. Honest in your inter- introspection. Good shit. Dude. Yeah, if you got the radar for your own horniness, that can get you out of a lot of problems. Big time. So difficult to know what how you're thinking with. Sometimes you don't even moment. know you're horny. Yeah. I don't like, even realize you're horny. Remember, well, we knew we were horny, but one time Strider and I went to a bar. Oh, dude. And our you guys friend, are always horny. Sorry, that's true. Yeah. I'm a horny guy. Aren't you too? Yeah, but sorry. Go ahead. But I want to hear about you, you being horny after this. All right. So I'll go quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Strider and I went to a bar, and we went with our friend who we had never like tried to hook up with or anything, but we were like in the dog days of summer, and we'd just been like not talking to any girls and just striking out like crazy, and she drove us home back to my place, and me and Strider were like, hey, so... You want to come in maybe and have a drink? <laughs> we were both throwing rhythm at her. She was like, no, I think I'm just going to go home. And then Strider was like, no, come on in. We'll have a drink. No, and then she drove away and we both turned to each other. We were like, we were both trying to hook up with her. <laughs> dude, it was a nice bonding moment. And dude, good on her for being like, dude, she's awesome. She's the fucking coolest person super ever. Cool, super and cool. she's like, no, nope, we're friends. Like, And we'd known each other for years at this point. Yeah, like, this was like 10 years into the friendship. Yeah. We're like, hey, why not take a crack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there is something there. She made the right move 100%. So good. Good on her. But yeah, it was and even better for her because it bonded us. We looked at each other and go, we're horny. We're horny guys. I'm horny. You're horny. And then we just made out and went to sleep. Yeah. We did sleep nice. in the same bed, but we didn't make out. We do tend to do that. It's nice. It's bonding. We wake up next to someone you love. My Jim. dad one time came to visit me in college, junior college. And uh, he came into my room and he was like, there was two people in there. And he's like, nice. My son hooked up with a girl. And then he pulled down the covers. It was me and Strider. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, hold on, Mr. Parr. I didn't even know he Should cared. Should we do brunch? Yeah, I didn't even know he cared. He was on the phone later with a friend. He's like, yeah, I just picked up JT. Thought he was with the girl. It was Strider. Nice. Wait, so what about your... your, your because yeah. I'm always curious about it. Are you horny? What are you thinking Am about? Am I breathing? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. What, yeah, what, I mean, what, what? Are you, what are you thinking about? Like, when you're like, when you're, when you're torqued up, when you're tuned what? up. What? I don't know. Listen, I'm not talking about this. What is it? <laughs> a girl, 50-yard line, soldier field, dead of winter, hard nips, down in some deep dish. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, you got me with that one. <laughs> Dude, you had the best joke, and I've, I've tried to take the joke from you, but you don't want to give it to me. Even though you don't I'm do not the giving joke. giving you my jokes. But you don't want to do it. So I'm like, it's what? just living in nowhere land. The joke was, you, you just did it one time at the improv at the open mic. You were like... Girls on Hinge say, I'm not here to hook up. No, I've done that joke. Girls on Bumble say, I'm not here to hook up. And then Joe goes, I'm everywhere to hook up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was at Tadori's Pizza before this. I was there to hook up. <laughs> well, yeah, because too many people do dating app jokes. So I just didn't want to. Oh, you thought it was hack? But that's, I a, think, that's a good angle. Yeah, though, but it transcends dating app jokes. It, it just gets into your essence. Right. Good call, dude. It gets yeah. to the root of like male Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where guys are at. They're everywhere. Why do you have the nice house? Why do you go to work in the day? So you can have your family, so you can procreate, so you can just... Right here. What's that? What's that that's a nice slap noise of a bone from a nice missionary thrust. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about, like, from behind. Oh. David Tell, like David Tell said, the sound of true love is balls slapping up against ass. That's David Tell's joke. It's respect. Uh, dudes, I, I have an announcement, actually. Financial. Oh, Ooh, maybe. Um, thanks. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna. Uh, so I got a stimulus check, and I think I'm gonna invest it in uh, Tommy Bahama. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, smart. I'm like, I, I like to invest in fashion, and I'm like, what never goes out of style? Leisure, right? And I yeah. just especially it, now. Yeah, to, totally. Everyone wants to relax. Everyone wants to, you know, go to Hawaii, get some mahi mahi, and they want to look good while they do it. Mm-hmm. Tommy Bahama, I think I'm put 600 yeah. bones in Tommy yeah. Bahama. And Congrats let that ride. on the 600. I think it's smart. I think Tommy Bahama shirts these days have like maybe one button on them. Yeah. You know, it's exposed, 50 plus male chest hair. Mm. Yeah, hairy that's nipples. That's Tommy Bahama. Yeah. That's that's timeless. And uh, look, you're not talking to just some guy. I used to work, I used to work retail at Nordstrom Men's Sportswear. Mm. I sold Tommy Bahama. Their regular fit is every other brand's relaxed fit mm-hmm. um, come on it's trading at 70 bucks right now and 90 cents nice Chad dude I think P that's gonna grow dude that's a good call you think it's gonna grow you I think I'm gonna stay green I think you're or is it too bullish green. of me am I being bullish in this market right now you're a bull dude you can't afford to be yeah dude yeah yeah. I think even though we're going through a transition right now dude things aren't as volatile as they're you know the pros say yeah yeah. Well, it's like I want to diversify my my portfolio. You know, I, I have board shorts, but I also want you know I want people to look back and be like, "Daddy, what do you invest in?" It's like floral. Mm-hmm. Joe, I, 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 everyone here, I think you would rock a Tommy Bahama the best. Yeah, I still have some. Whoa, wait, hold on, dude. You what? already you already have Tommy Bahamas. Yeah, I've got those shirts in my closet. Yeah. Whoa. You should wear one to the pod, well, especially that, as a guy. I like you got to have a, like you got to have kids. Well, I used to be a bigger guy as well, and mm. that was kind of a 
the look in the summer. Is there anything you miss from being big? No. Fair enough. Dude, speaking of big, <laughs> did you guys uh, did you guys see that article I sent out about how hippos are getting out of control in Colombia? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I read it. Yeah. And dude, so so the basic the article basically says that Pablo Escobar had an exotic zoo at his compound, and he he got three hippos, I think. Yep. And oh, I think when the government seized it, they couldn't move the hippos because it's too hard because they're hippos. You know, and they're like, fuck, man, <laughs> we need like a crane for this shit. So they just let them go, but then they just started breeding, and yeah, now there's a right. bunch, and they're sort of they're they're, they're invasive. Yeah. They're taking over, contaminating yeah. water, and they're going to kill off some of the other species by just tearing up the terrain and eating too much of their food. Yeah. But then at some point, I was like, but if they've been there for like 30 years, at what point are they like national? You know, what is that called? Naturalized citizens or something like that? Yeah. Like, at what time do you just let them do their thing and just let it take its course? Yeah. I think it's almost like because it was Pablo Escobar who brought them there, they're like if. They're like, no, nah, we got to stop this. Yeah, they're but, tainted. Yeah, they're tainted hippos. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it, it does kind of bother me the arrogance of humans to be like, these hippos are a problem. They just keep breeding and stuff. Top like, of the food chain. Yeah, and it's like, and they're like, we're gonna castrate these these hippos. I'm like, you're gonna chop the nuts off these hippos? The plan was pretty intense. Yeah, because because they didn't ask to go there. No, no, you're gonna cut my nuts off, dude. I'm a hippo. Hippos are sick, too. You watch them out there, and you're like, we don't respect them the way we do bears, but they're not that different. They're probably more powerful with those jaws. Probably. Oh, dude, they take out more people a year. Than any other animal, Yeah. I think it's the most injuries are caused because of hippos and maybe water buffaloes. That was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire one time. What, really? Fire question. Fucking hippos, And how do do people just get crushed? I think they're territorial. I think they're like kind of aggressive and they don't they're want really, people in their mm. territory. And they're so big. They're and always s- hungry. Yeah. Hungry, hungry. And they got those hippos. huge freaking, yeah, they're always hungry hippos, dude. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then no one has the thing to bop them on the head with. Yeah. Right. How are you going to bop them, dude, and make them go yeah, away? <laughs> Wasn't that how that game was? Yeah, dude. You like hear the thing, they're like, hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, dude. You know what, though? This might be a radical take. Those are scary. Because they, they're not indigenous to that ecosystem so they're killing other things in that ecosystem like, right that's what they take the fat article, shits yeah. and their fat shits are bad for the water oxygen levels and they kill like little microbes that are important for other freaking things like it all starts at a micro level and grows out from there mm-hmm. and so they're killing that um you know they had a bad altercation with like local farmers that doesn't bother me but the plant life the fauna utilitarian me, the flora is also right in danger for the utilitarian good they got to stop the hippos and how do they do it? Look, yesterday's lazy is causing today's crazy, man. You right. freaking should have just airlifted the three hippos out of there. Pablo got them there maybe as babies, but he got them there. Yeah. Get them out yeah. of there, man. How do you? Where do you even take them at that point? You put them on a container Zoo. ship and you take them to... You just get a DNA test and you go, these hippos match 23 and me. Yeah, you 23 and me them and you ya. go, they live over here. Or you put them in an actual zoo. Hmm. That's probably a good bet. Yeah, if they could go to the zoo, that'd be cool. But now there's 80. San Diego's a killer zoo. Yeah, there's 80 now. They're fucked and they're boning like crazy, dude. Dude, wouldn't that be crazy if you're like, I'm going to go hike Runyon, but watch out. There's a hippo. That'd be cool. Around that bend. Dude, there was a, in Laguna Beach, in like the 90s or late 80s, there used to be like a a wild animal park type zoo. Mm -hmm. And the enclosure, somehow animals got out. I remember this. And it was a hippo that they had to sniper from a helicopter. Really? The hippo was too aggressive. They couldn't take it out. It was fucking moving fast. 
yeah. and like it like destroyed a car or some shit. And had I, a well, was that a hippo? It got loose on like the 405, right? Yeah, was that on the freeway? I think I it remember was, that. It might have been a ride. Look, Whoa. we got to look it up. He told the car, your dad's like, what the hell happened? You're like, it's a hippo. There's a fucking hippo on the freeway. Hippo, it's not my fault. You get out of the car, you're like, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Just ran into my car. Bang, left hook, knock the hippo out. I didn't see a sign. Dude, there's, no, there's a deer crossing. There's no hippo crossing, yeah. dude. Dude, we read another... To swing it back to diet a little bit, too, we read another article, and I thought I, this I, might be... May I, may I just interrupt? Of yeah. course, Aaron. There, there was also another option that, you know, a little quick, real quiet, little... Murder? Kill? Those hippos are dead. Murder the hippos? Yeah, I mean... Oh, not, my gosh, not, They're not endangered. It's on the table, Aaron. That, that option's on the table. If you can't it says lift the them argument. out of there, which seems a lot easier... Then you gotta bury three hippos. You gotta nah. dig a pretty big grave. Nah, Dude, man. there's eighty. Aaron, there's eighty now. Now, yeah, I'm yeah. saying at the time, right? Was there three? There was three, and they got to fucking gone. How do hippos even? I don't even know what that sound means, but. Just, I, think that, I think they just mount each other. Fucking hippo style, dude. Dude, yeah. The leg power yeah, those ladies must mount. have to keep that dude up. Dude, the O face oh, with yeah. that jaw. Can you imagine the O face on a hippo? Oh. Ah. Like, fucking. What if he whisper pops? He's like, oh. (laughs) Oh. 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 Dudes, we read another article about a a linguist who proposed a radical idea that due to the agricultural revolution and humans eating soft and mushy foods, that's what actually changed our mandibles enough to give us the ability to pronounce F and V. Yeah. Another different I was, letters. you know what? I was in the parking lot reading that article. It was the most boring fucking thing I've ever read. I couldn't, re- I couldn't get through it. But, dude, you couldn't even say fucking about that article if it wasn't for the agricultural revolution. Yeah. But did that did that tickle your brain at all that something as yeah, it distant was cool. as the, eating the a certain food, kind of food yeah. changed the way we actually communicate with yeah, one another? Yeah, then it just was going on and on. There was a lot of uh, specificity in the article, and they, Did, they explained it But the idea in is interesting. You know what makes that article more interesting? Too long. You put your pinky in your butt, and you read it, dude. All right, well, I'll do that. <laughs> Why are you laughing like, like that? <laughs> Why are you looking around last night? Sometimes there's jokes. That's a joke where, like, I should have been at a barbecue and thought of that to myself and not said it out loud. No, that was, like, <laughs> that was like a... That was like a joke you make in class, and you like turn turn to your buddies to laugh, and your buddies don't laugh, and you're like, "Fuck." No, you mean you mean exactly what just happened right now, dude? Yeah. I said a joke, and none of my buddies laughed, and I went, "Fuck." Dude. Yeah. yeah, exactly like yeah, that, exactly. dude. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But dude, you know what? You took a swing. Um. All right. Well, uh, let's skip to the next. You want? You got some? Well, uh, yeah. Our faces have changed, and also, the uh, our mouths have changed because of the food we eat, um, and like breathing too. Like, like there's an argument that once we started. Um, farm like agriculture started and we started farming eating more plants and all that kind of stuff that our our, our breathing changed to more mouth, we had more mouth breathing because we're designed to breathe from our noses but then we had mouth breathing and our mouths got smaller are you still doing the uh, the, the thing at night taping my mouth shut yeah yeah you got damn right wait, you're still doing it yeah. what wait what well, I didn't know you were doing this yeah so wait you, you just breathe you go to bed as a night? hostage or what does that mean <laughs> Stop so, doing all what this do you weird use, stuff. What do you use to take him out? But he's a high performer. You got to give him credit. He is a high yeah. performer. Okay, so surfing. So I read this book called Breath by James Nestor, and he was on Joe Rogan too. And uh, he talks about the, the 
you you want to become a habitual nose breather. So if you tape your mouth shut while you sleep, you'll breathe through your nose. And it and honestly, I've never slept better. And uh, it is kind of weird. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll forget my mouth tape shut. That's weird, man. Yeah, I know. I know. It's weird. I know, but. But I'm sleeping great, I'm breathing great, and I feel good. Do you do it when you sleep with your lady? Uh, no. Does she know Roll that over you do and it? kiss her but with she's, tape on your mouth. She, but she's interested in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What kind of tape? Because yeah. I, yeah, told her, kind of tape? I told her about uh, just medical tape. Smart. Cloth, cloth medical tape. Oh, okay. Cool. And uh, I told her, because well, when I tell people that it changes the way you look when you breathe through your mouth, it makes your face longer, and your jaw like comes in, and it just... Then they're, they're like light up. They're like, they're like, oh, if you breathe through your nose, you look better. I'm like, yeah. It's so. appealing. Isn't your throat dry when you wake up? That's if you mouth breathe. Like we're not supposed to snore. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to, you know, you're not like all those, all those issues, like, uh, you know, like you can get congested nose and all Deviated that stuff. Deviated septum. That, devi- I yeah. have that. Sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is from mouth breathing. Oh, yeah. So, so you can reverse that if you tape your mouth shut and just breathe through your nose. Is there any risk? Because I am a mouth breather. I, like, breathe predominantly through my mouth, mm-hmm. um, as anyone who's watched any of our videos knows. Um, I'm always mouth agape. Uh, is there any risk in me taping my mouth and then, like, that's what, I don't know. my I, breath not converting to the nose? That's why. Because my brother got me into this. He started doing it first, and I thought he was weird as fuck. You know? I was it like, is weird. <laughs> and uh never heard of this in my life Didn't neither of you right no no, no no so I, I was like he's like i read this book and i tried it and it's awesome i was like this is so weird and uh and my mom was concerned concerned she's like can you make sure mark doesn't tape his mouth shut when he sleeps because i'm worried he'll suffocate yeah it's scary and uh so then i went to see him in sun valley he's like you gotta try it just one night so i tried it one night it was like the best sleep I ever had. And and we were waking up early to like climb the mountain, you know, at like 5 a.m. You know when you wake up early and you just, like your face hurts and you just like hurt? I didn't have that at all. I just got right up and felt great. Hey, anecdote 11. Right, so, there we go. Yeah, so, you know, it's weird, but I'm enjoying it. Well, so that's your, fun. that's you like, you like trying new stuff. You I, like, you I like, like optimizing. I like yeah. trying new stuff. I, li- I like doing things like that to make me like feel different or better it is funny when i'll like eat like a carb or like breathe through my mouth i'm like it's weird chad will never do that <laughs> you know like i just experienced something totally unique to my dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> uh, but no know, but I, I like to you know it, I, I, it goes it, it's a uh, you cycle through stuff i cycle through stuff it's i just like to shake things up and experiment it's just fun i think you've been really yeah. good about not eating carbs and yeah you did you're always in a good mood so I, yeah. I have to believe there's some benefit although i've yeah. known you through all your cycles and you've always seemed to be in a pretty good mood <laughs> yes and then but you hadn't eaten carbs in a while and then we, we shot a little video two days ago and then we bought a bunch of frappuccinos in the video yeah chad had the frappuccino and like watching him drink it it was just him and the frappuccino in the world in that moment. I was like yeah. trying to talk to you. I was like, hey, bro, do you want to turn these bikes around and we'll put them in the back of the car? And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was yeah. magical because if you like deprive yourself of that of that for a little bit and then you have it, it's just ten times more diminished. You know, like this baby. is incredible. And you earned it. Whip, those are carved up. Those uh, it's like perhaps. a milkshake. The yeah. utility yeah. of that frappuccino goes down the more you have them, dude. Yeah. For and sure. what I like is your weirdness. What you do. Yeah. It's not hurting anyone else. 
you no, take just, your mouth shut and you die, yeah. just you die. Yeah. That's true. It would hurt me that you're gone and I would fucking miss the shit out of you, yeah. but I'd know that you were doing something to better yourself. It'd be That's different if we were... Sleep yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. You went to the eternal rest. You just look so peaceful yeah. in your coffin. Yeah. It'd be different if we were sleeping at your place and we woke up and you were just taping our mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> House rule, dude. Sorry, dude. Just give good. you a strip. Tape it up. Can't even have secondary <laughs> mouth breathing in the yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. It's bad for the air quality. I like Joe's method of going to sleep as a hostage, though, dude. Just go full... full uh, Lean real hard into that, dude. Yeah, why don't you blindfold Just, yourself? Too? <laughs> Tape yourself to a chair, yeah. dude. Yeah. Have a guy ask you for nuclear chair. codes before going to bed. Dude, I would I would have you do that because I think he'd make a great villain. I would love to smoke a cigarette in your bedroom and just yeah. ask you for codes before you went yeah. to do bed. Do you want to perform that? Absolutely, dude. Just look, I've got all day. You give me the codes. It's no loss to you. And then you get a good night's sleep. What do you say, Chad? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any codes. I'm talking about the nuclear fucking codes to this warhead I have sitting eight feet from your head. I'm just a scientist. I just work here. I don't even know the codes. I've only seen the warhead one time. Look, um, we could do this dance all day. Okay, and it takes two to tango. I'm telling you, I don't but know I like anything. Shut up or I'll tape your goddamn mouth shut. No. And make you breathe through your goddamn oh. mouth. Oh. That's it. <laughs> What a powerful protagonist you're playing. No, dude, yeah. yeah, you didn't give in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wills of steel. Dude, were you doing Nick Cage? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. It was I, good. I always channel Cage. You just had to make a strong choice as to what actor you were. Yep. Could you do Samuel L. Jackson? Fuck, Samuel L. I just want to say motherfucking. I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking codes not being in my motherfucking head. I don't know. Yeah, that was good. Taping dude's mouth shuts is some of the, it's just some cold shit I would do before popping a cap in their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I was watching his masterclass. I today, noticed you actually. have a water next to your bed. I'm going to take a sip of that water next to your bed. Do you mind if I do, even though it's only half full? I'm going to make that half You make it a little haughty. It's a little pride and prejudice the way you do it. Yo, yeah. That is, yeah. yeah, that is like... A new Dasani bottle. That is a good bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, was his masterclass good? Yeah, I'm, I'm like 20 minutes into it. It's good. I'm taking... He's uh, one of my favorite actors of all time. He's amazing. He's so cool, too, because I'm watching the part where he, they bring actors in to do run scenes with him, which I'm, I'm watching it. I'm like, why the fuck would he do this? Because you're like doing an acting class yeah, he's just blowing him millions out of, of people are going to see. And, and Samuel L. Jackson, they're, they're doing his scene from Pulp Fiction. So they're literally doing his lines, and he's like watching them, and they're like the cameras are on there. I'm like, this is like, I don't know why you signed up for this shit. But it's yeah, like, B don't looks very cool doing it. No, yeah. Yeah. but uh, but it is cool watching him. Like he's he's just he's the man. Yeah, dude, actors, man, they'll do anything, man. Yeah, I'm it's one of them. True, man. I'm true. on casting networks, dude. During the pandemic, I go every morning onto my casting networks thing, dude. Yeah. Some of the because look, there's a surplus of actors. Yeah. Some of these things you see, you know who's casting a lot, dude? Hmm. Scientology. Oh yeah. Golden oh, really? Era Project is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Wild stuff. My roommate did one of their videos. Really? My old roommate. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's what, great. What he he would have been yeah. perfect for it. He was, he's great. Yeah. Oh. Buy enough. He was in it. He yeah, looked fantastic yeah. in nautical aesthetic. Like yeah. A promo kind of. Video. Like a promo thing. Yeah. Uh, we read one last article about um, a former athlete named um, Andre Marhold who um, called out TJ McConnell, currently of the Pacers, for uh, having a small dong while he was doing a podcast. And I'm just curious, like, do you guys think that – I mean, I think it was a, a bullshit move by Andre to call out. And it's, it's one thing to yeah. claim your own small dong. That's empowering. But to, to, to out your dog as having a small dong, I don't think that's his truth to kind of dispense – but I'm just wondering, like, yeah. what, what, 
What, what do you do at that point? If you're TJ, how do you follow up? You say thank you. For freeing him mm-hmm. from his, uh, his shame? Yeah, I think that's all you can do. When I was listening to the video, I knew there had to be some kind of agenda to what he, he had to be mad at him. And then towards the end, he goes, yeah, fuck him. He didn't pass me the ball. I was like, oh, okay. So that's why you're, so he was like mad at him for being a bad teammate. And that's why he outed his tiny two to three inch dong, as he called it, saying he pees on his balls. He said that? That's pretty funny. Yeah. Damn, man. So he really wanted to hurt TJ. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah, he was really taking some shots. I mean, how many guys on that team didn't? I never heard this guy. Well, also he got drafted, and he that this guy didn't. So maybe there was some jealousy. Yeah, dude. right. Oh, because they played in college together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, they were roommates. Well, TJ, my heart goes out to you, dog. I'm sorry you got outed, but remember, you've always got a small dong home here. If you ever want to come on the pod, we don't even have to talk about it, but just know you're in good company and that we mm-hmm. care about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it can be perceived as a setback, um, but I think it's a great opportunity to become the small dong representative of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a unique position. Yeah. The NBA needs one. Yeah. I mean... Can't be Greg Oden. Well, I, you know, I, I watch the NBA sometimes. I'll, I'll be like, who can I relate to here in terms of dong size? And I just don't know. Mm-hmm. But now I know that I'm a Pacers fan. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe J.J. Barea. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's You like, think so? Nah, I bet he's got a big one. If you're the way he goes to the basket? Exactly. Not that small dong guys can't go to the basket, because T.J. plays with some fire. But he's got, that, yeah, he's got that BDE. He's got that BD, and he's kind of bald, which I always, I always think guys who are kind of losing their hair probably have big dicks. I think so, because it goes somewhere else. Nice. Me? Full head of hair. Full head of hair. Small, small, tiny, tiny, tiny cock. Yeah, you have, <laughs> you have like, too much hair. What's going on? You yeah, like George yeah. Clooney. Looks like it's, like, proceeding hairline. Yeah. That's how Steven Soderbergh described it in the... I got more I got more hair coming in. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Well, your dad's got a every head of hair. He does, yeah. Same hair, same hair. Everyone in your family's cock. got a good head of hair. Your dad's got a little dick? He's got a small cock. You know how most kids, when they see their dad's dick for the first time, they're, whoa, impressive. Maybe me one day, I saw him, I go, whoa, you too? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hair. I'm sorry, man. It's just our truth. Me and TJ, dude, that's just what it is. And I think, JT, you nailed it when you said it at first. It wasn't this dude's, who the college guy that didn't get drafted. It wasn't his truth to tell, dude. Your dad was always a beast, yeah. though, about having a little dick, for sure. So when you saw it, did you lock eyes with him? And he's like, you're a Wilson now. Yeah, he was coming out of the shower. Mm-hmm. You know, I was excited. It was a Saturday. Dad, let's go. Like, we'll paint the fence, do whatever, hang out. And I saw it, and then he looked at me, and I looked at him. We locked eyes, and he's, then I looked right back down and then right back up at him. And then he sort of just gave me a classic, like, <laughs> God bless you. In more words or less, like a Wilson just sort of shrug, and it's, to the viewers at home, you can't really see it, but it's just kind of like a, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and if I could make that audible, it'd just be like a, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. What did your father do when, I mean, you are a very well-endowed man. Yeah. Did your father, I mean, when you saw your father's, I'm assuming fat, fat fucking DPs. What yeah. was that like? I just started clapping. Gave him a big hand. And... 
Was there Thanks a, for the show. Was yeah. there a point where your dad saw your grown-up dick and he, he was like, welcome, welcome to the club? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. He just went like... Oh, the double bicep. Yeah, yeah. When you were a kid, Strong did you cock. have to Classic wear pants cock. for a long time? Because I imagine when you had a little kid body, but you probably had a huge fat cock, did you have to wear pants the whole time? Like, what grade could you start wearing shorts? Uh, what grade did your body grow into your dick? Uh, I'd say, like, junior high school. Mm-hmm. Did, oh, I thought you were going to say college. No. <laughs> did, did you have awkwardness? You know, like, people, like, when they grow too quickly... You're like gangly and did you have like awkwardness like you would get like stuck in things or you would like hit it you know like you're like getting out of the shower and you forget it that is like in the shower yeah it's a good question yeah sometimes it would stay want to stay in the shower because it likes the water dripping down on it mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you'd have to yank it out of there want to go in the drain and stuff well guys we are in luck because speaking of hogs this I'm interrupting this podcast so you know once again that we are brought to you by Manscaped Manscaped thank you so much for keeping our trims pubed for looking after our hogs for making sure that our dongs are looking fresh and clean because I trimmed my pubes last night and I I played Atlantis Morissette while I did it and I was like isn't that ironic and I don't even know what was ironic because it was a beautiful moment that I was making sure that my pubes looked fresh. They looked clean. You know, like, I was like, I invite anyone to come play soccer on these pubes. Because I think we can all agree that dating during a pandemic is competitive and tough. And if you've been following our account on TikTok, you know that we've been really, really horny. If you feel the same way, do not worry. There's hope with Valentine's Day right around the corner. We want you to be prepared for this horny holiday by putting your best hog forward. Our sponsors, Manscaped, have created products that will make your V-Day date say, wow, great set of balls you have there. We should have another date. That's what you want. Two million men are already using Manscaped. They love their products. Their testes are looking good. Their balls are looking fresh. And you want to join the train and hop on it. Um, And... uh, they want me to talk about the time I hurt my balls while manscaping, but the truth is, with Manscaped products, I haven't hurt my balls while manscaping. So, you can have the same experience with the Perfect Package 3.0. It's the ultimate hygiene package for your below-the-waist grooming needs. Um, you, uh, oh, guys, ladies, if you're watching and you got a, you got a dude, you got a man, and you can't figure out what to get your dude for this year... Get him a Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Make sure that he's looking fresh and clean below the belt. It's an excellent gift. I got it for my dad. Um, not for Valentine's Day, but I got it for my dad, and he was psyched. Um, so I want you to bring the same joy to a loved one in your uh, inner circle. Uh, the blades are waterproof. They got the lawnmower 3.0 advanced skin safe technology which features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents the products smell good i mean you're gonna have a manly attractive scent right around your nuts you got crop mop ball wipes uh crop reviver ball toner i mean all this good stuff so if you want the perfect package for your perfect package get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code godeat20 at manscaped.com that is 20 percent off 
plus free shipping with the code GODEEP20 at manscaped.com. Keep your trims peeved and stay sexy this Valentine's Day. Hell yeah, dude. <clears throat> well done, brother. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. First cue. Evolution causes wedge. Anonymous, please. Dudes, my girlfriend is super dank, but it recently came to my attention that she doesn't believe in evolution. I was wondering why when humans evolved to have to cook their meat, and she got pissed when I brought it up. I've known she is very religious from the start, but she is a nurse and a smart person, and I just assumed she believed in evolution. What the WTF do I do? How do I handle this? Also, do we have to cook our meat when apes don't? Thanks. I, I, I don't know if I could date someone who didn't believe in evolution. Because if, if, it's not going to just be one isolated belief. That means that they believe a couple other fundamental things about human existence that I would disagree with. And even though that doesn't necessarily affect my day-to-day -day life, I do think it means we're going to have so many separate perspectives that I won't really be able to talk fully how I'd want to all the time. And that's kind of important to me. So, I mean, you know, we all have to make concessions, but I don't know. That feels like you're going to have to make a lot. So I would never suggest breaking up with someone, but it is interesting to think about. Like yeah. that is a tough one. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I do. If you really love her though, Maybe you can just be like, oh, that's kind of sweet. She doesn't believe in evolution. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it seems like that's a that's such a deep one not to believe in that I, 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 my brain just keeps running to what are the other things she must disagree with me on. Yeah. Does the church not believe in evolution? Like the Catholic Church? I think they do accept evolution, don't they? I th yeah. Who is who are creationists? I don't there's like literalist Bible interpreters, and then there's not. Yeah, there's different. So it's like, I don't think there's like, I don't even think the church is like literalist. No. Maybe they depends. are. Depends, yeah. I'm not sure. different denominations of. Aaron, do you know? I don't know where, they, where their official stance is. They, they accept the, all the uh, mainline Protestant denominations support or accept theistic evolution. Um, so God created the animals that then evolved into humans. Exactly. Okay. Bit of a cop out, but all right. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I I have broken up with someone over religion. Oh, uh, nice! Do you get into it? We were we were only dating. It, it was we maybe had like three four dates, but it was it was getting pretty hot and heavy. Mm. Um, and uh, she was just super Christian, and I was not. And uh, I was like, this that's just that's going to come up. It's just going to come up so many times. Yeah, and it's just not going to work. Um, it's a shame, but she she found someone else and has had a child and got married, so she's she's all good. So nice. Um, and it turned out she was also into uh, insane clown posse. So uh, I really dodged a bullet there. I think. No, how'd you let this yeah. the spark plug get away? Here? Yeah, <laughs> it it was really hot and heavy. It also came down to I had just gotten out of a relationship. Um where things weren't happening sexually that I was wanting. Nice. Yeah. What, uh, what thing? Interesting. The, the sexual, sexual, sexing. Um, for, for, uh, wow. wait, so I you just, you weren't, you guys weren't fucking? Yeah, we were doing a bunch of other stuff, but it was like, dude, Suck, sucking. If, if we're not doing this, like, why are we, why am I here? Um, oh, damn, yeah. Aaron. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. No, no, understand. <laughs> it, understand it wasn't like date three. It was like, It'd been a while. Like, yeah, right. Come on. So you couldn't Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, f it, where he just he waited. No, you couldn't soak. Do you know what soaking is? 
Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to, and nor would you once I'm inside you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went from that one. I love to, it, dude. I went from that one to this girl who who had who had been divorced and had a child already, and and she was very sweet and all that great stuff. Um, but she wanted to be celibate again till till marriage, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to marry you. So what? What? Yeah, that's like, also a tough one. If she already has a kid, so you're like, but you already did it. So like, isn't the cat yeah. kind of out of the bag at this point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, it's like, all right, that's your choice. But I just can't do that. I'm not. I just yeah. got out of a thing where this was an issue, and now you want me to. It's like I'm not going back to. Why would I set myself up for that? So. That's like that's that's this is kind of separate, but it's kind of like when someone who is like a total womanizer becomes like a hardcore Christian, and they're like, "No, I don't do that. I'm totally monogamous now." And I think everyone else should be that way. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, but we're like, even me living my non-monogamous life, I'm not going to catch up to the numbers you did." Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, I don't know if you're really in a position to be like telling people who shouldn't and should who shouldn't shoot and bone mm-hmm. since yeah. you've got all the boning out your system already. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, I mean, I, it, like I said, things totally were things were hot and heavy early on too. And I was like, "How in the hell are how are we gonna just stop every time?" Oh, so maybe she was yeah. into that too, right? Because that is kind of like hot, where it's like, "No, but we shouldn't, but we can't, but I want to." And then you're like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah." <laughs> sounds like cool. sounds like Blue Balls City. Yeah, exactly. We're actually traveling yeah. there next week. Exactly. Nice. I mean, yeah, yeah. for I, real. I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine going on with that. Um, no, she did say like, "There's other stuff we can do," and I was just like, "Yeah, but I, I just, what other? I, I just like, did all that stuff, like blowies, like blowies." Probably, I don't know. I mean, cool. it, we never got into negotiations about it because I was like, then the religion thing came up, and it's just like, nah, right? Yeah. Actually, it was yeah. the the juggalo thing was first. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it coming until I got to her house and saw the insane clown posse's. A series of books, apparently, uh, on the shelf. Um, Are they religious? Well, that's what you get for meeting a girl at EDC. They, they <laughs> faked being religious to get fans. Oh, they have okay. since admitted mm. that. Mm. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Smart move by them. Yeah. Very savvy. Um, but yeah, and she she did not know that at the time. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I, I I feel what you're saying a, a little bit. Like it's. You know, in, in in a lot of situations where you could be like, oh, we we'll have our differences and stuff, but we can. But it's also like if you want to be with her long term, that's sort of like a belief that, like you were saying, will probably lead into a lot of other areas of your life. So if you are looking long term to start a family and stuff, it's like, you know, you want to have like kids, and that's like a fundamental thing that you yeah. probably should agree on. Yeah. 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 So. It's a foundational disbelief, dude. You're building yeah. a house, dude. The foundation, one of those pillars is just not set. Yeah. It's like, it needs to be 10 feet. No, it's only five feet. Well, yeah. we're fucking, we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you might have to evolve out of this relationship, dog. Yeah. <laughs> be like like one of the lizards in the Galapagos <laughs> Islands. I am slowly changing from the person I was at the beginning of this relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charles Darwin really loved his old lady. I guess he said really? before he died, he was like, oh, what a, what a joy it is to be taken care of by you. Mm, yeah. That's nice. So you're in good company, dude. Uh, all right. This one is cuddling, chill or not. 
Sup, Chad and JT and other savants of Stoke that may be on the pod. I'm a longtime listener in need of dire advice. My name is Justin, and I'm a 25-year-old Stoker living in Boston, Massachusetts. I have a great job selling software and do well for myself financially. I keep myself in pretty good shape and do decently well with the ladies. I'm fortunate, I'm fortunate to say life is going really well. But there's one problem. I'm a cuddler. Anytime a lady friend decides to spend the night, I wake up the next morning cuddling her. Is this... Is this a problem? Is this a problem? Now this wouldn't be an issue if she was cuddled up to me, but I wake up every morning cuddled up to her. This just all sounds adorable. This isn't... He, but he just wants us to be adorable, Yeah, he right? starts off bragging. Yeah, and then... I have a huge bed, so I don't know what the problem is. I deliberately try falling asleep facing away from my partner to avoid the issue, but I'm just so cute. At some point during the night, I have to snuggle over to her beautiful face and just give her little baby kisses. I'm no, just, no I made all that up. After her eight orgasms, she doesn't want to cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. I have a huge bed. Uh, I'm five foot ten. He's bragging again <laughs> with the American average height. So it's pretty emasculating waking up in the fetal position with my head on some girl's shoulder who's 5'2". What the fuck should I do? Should I fall asleep listening to David Goggins or should I embrace my life as a little spoon? Looking forward to the undoubtedly dank advice you can give to this matter. Yeah, dude. I think you're good, dude. Yeah. Wait. Next time you write in, it better be a real problem. Yeah. Dude, here's he's what you he's do. also not the little spoon, if that's what he th thinks. Yeah, he's the big dude. spoon. Yeah. I don't and do, here's what you do. It. Show it's that insane. email to your Almost older brother. Backs into her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he needs to show that email to an older brother if he has one, and just get punched in the arm before sending it, dude. Like right when you're about to hit enter to send, dude, your brother's got to punch you so you miss the send button, dude. And then we don't receive it, dude. I'm sorry to come down hard on you, dude. Well, and everyone here yeah. is pro-cuddling. There's not a non-pro-cuddler yeah. here. Yeah. We're just saying it's not a real problem to like to cuddle. I thought right. he was going to say, like, coming out of what I just said, what I just revealed, like, all we do is cuddle, and I'm, and I'm annoyed by it. But no, he's... Yeah, that's what I thought. No, he's like, oh, after we bone and we're just spending the night together, just having the best dream, I accidentally get close to her and hold her. It's like, oh, yeah, you really fucked up, huh, pal? Yeah. Dude, huge problem, dude. My dick fits too perfectly into every orifice with this girl that I'm seeing right yeah. now. And it's like really making her happy and stuff. And like I'm meeting her parents next week and we're going to get married. But like, what the fuck do I do, dude? Yeah. Dude, I have this huge issue where every time I come, I say, oh, yeah. Like even after the fifth time my girlfriend's <laughs> blown me that night, I go, oh, yeah. And I'm just so embarrassed. Why do I keep saying that? Yeah. Am I just doomed to get blown and nutted all the time and say, oh, yeah, for the rest of my life? I mean, I don't know if I can take 10 million blowjobs saying, oh, yeah, afterwards. <laughs> Dude, my problem is, like, after I get head before going out, dude, like, I like partying still. And it's like, shouldn't I be, like, done partying after that? Like, I should I be tired. Like, I just got blown. Why am I dancing on the dance floor with three new girls that I just <laughs> met, having the best time with my friends that I care about? I just don't get it. Why do I have so much energy? Hey, bros, yeah. I need some advice. I'm having too much anal, <laughs> and I can't stop smiling. Should I listen to David Goggins so I can stop smiling from all this anal? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think you're good, man. I also think, uh, this is just personal, but I like being cuddled when the girl's holding me from behind and I'm facing the other way, and that doesn't feel emasculating to me at all. I'm like, she's holding on to my, like, you know, it's almost like in a movie poster if, like, you know, Conan's in the front with the sword, and then the girl's got her arm around his waist. From yeah. It's like I'm protecting her from the oncoming yeah. marauders. She's riding on the back of your Harley. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everyone likes to be Little Spoon deep down. Everyone wants oh, to be yeah. Little Spoon. Of course, spoon. you want to be held. You want to be held. Exactly. Hold yeah. me. By someone who cares about you? Absolutely. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Big Spoon, your arm falls asleep. Yeah. I like giving kisses on the forehead. Oh, I fucked up. Oh, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. What did I do? I like this guy. No big deal. You're cool, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um. All right. 
Backstabbing best friend. You write you write a subject like that. Yeah. It's getting rich. Dearest Chad and John Thomas. Hello, Chad, JT, Strider, maybe guest and Joe. I miss you, Joe. Hope you're living good. Thanks, miss you too. Okay, now to my situation. I have a friend I've known for over 10 years. He's been solid throughout our time together, but recently he's been kind of shady. So one night he came over for a hangout and it was pretty good. He ended up staying the night. Flash forward a couple months and I found out while he was staying over, he went through my phone and sent my girlfriend's nudes to himself. Oh. I'm oh. shocked, confused, bitter, and really angry. I saw him at a party and he tried to be cool and act like nothing happened. I haven't talked to him since, and before I do, I want to get your opinion on what actions I should take. Should I forgive him? Should I kick his ass? Should I never talk to him again? Any input would be greatly valued. From very, very hurt Stoker. First of all, I thought this was going to go, and I woke up, and he was cuddling me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, I would have been like, no problem at all. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty psychotic move. Yeah, pretty yeah. creepy all, uh, all around. Yeah, I... I, I I distance yourself from this. Is that like a crime? Probably. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. crime. I think it's a crime. It's got to be, right? I don't know what you call phone stuff. Kind of like a, in the revenge porn category? Yeah. It's got to be somewhere in there. I mean, it's definitely not okay. And this guy probably has some sort of addiction, the fact that he did that. So he's got to seek help on his own. I mean, if you want to be the most benevolent version of yourself, dude, talk to this guy. Tell him that he really needs to go get help. And, yeah, I mean... You, you know what you should say? You should say, you know what, dude? This friendship is not fapping. Dude. Fire. Oh, Jesus. Because you know he sent them to himself to go and freaking drill himself to. Yeah. Not chill. Yeah, 100% he's drilling himself to yeah. those photos. Yeah, There's no not, other possible explanation. Yeah. 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 Unless he's an artist. Dude, I was going to buy her a bathing suit. I need to know her dimensions. Well, no, dude, if he's yeah. an artist, he's like, look, dude, I don't want to tell anyone, dude. I'm really into sketching in art school, and I think she has a beautiful physique. If that's it, and he's like, I want to Titanic her, dude. Then maybe that's okay. Dude. No, it's still not okay. That's true. You gotta yeah. ask permission. You gotta yeah. ask permission. Uh, you gotta ask her. Less, ne less nefarious. You go to his place and like the wall is just covered with sketches of her. <laughs> yeah. Draw yeah. your girlfriend in the nude. I, yeah. I think. I think he's gotta ask. You got to the crux of it though. This guy has a serious problem. Like I think you tell him, hey, look, man, we're no longer friends. I'm sorry, you crossed the line. I mean, I, I just, I just think you can't be friends with a person after no. that. You say, dude, I'm sorry, yeah. we're no longer friends, and like I want to kick your ass, but. At the end of the day, I just feel bad for you. Like, you mm -hmm. need to go. You let him have it with both barrels. You go, I feel really bad for you. You'd betray me like that. That means you're willing to do dirty to anyone in your life just to get, like, your fix, whatever that is. You need to go get help. I wonder, mm -hmm. does she know about it? Oh. Yeah. I think you got to tell her, though. You got to, if you have yeah, the information. You're right. Honesty is the best policy. Let her know. And it's not to his fault. The fucking guy sneaked on his phone, dude. But... If someone withheld that from know, you, if you man. found out that someone was withholding that from you, if I knew there was nudes of you out there oh, yeah. and didn't tell yeah, you, that's true, that's come on, true. You got, mm. there's no question. And yeah. he has nothing at fault. Even if they had a passcode argument, he's got to just take that. You got to face the music and you got to go, look, you're right. I never thought this would happen, but like my friend's a sick fuck. I didn't think he was this sort of sick fuck. I hate that this happened to you, but it did. She needs the information. I know. She's just going to be so... Oh, it's going to suck. She's going to feel so to. violated. Of yeah. course she's going to feel violated. It's a total violation on her. Yeah. This yeah. guy's a scumbag. Three seconds. Yeah. But I don't think it's really the boyfriend's fault at large. Like, it's not. It's, no. It's, I mean, do you got, got that maniac of a friend? How would you ever fucking know? Yeah. yeah. He's, and the weird part is the guy has been... He said he's been a good friend all up until this point. Yeah. Which is so that that means for sure he has like a specific issue, like he's this is like some kind of thing for him that he has to do. Um, so yeah, it's you just got really unlucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
It could just be like a yeah, sociopath, charming guy, and you're like, this is a great guy, and then he's trying to learn that there's a dark underbelly to this guy. Some talented Mr. Ripley shit. But he slow on. played yeah. it for ten years. Oh, they've been friends for ten years. I think that's what he said. Hey, some guys. That's how some sociopaths do their thing. Yeah. All right. Newly married secrets come at, came out. Savansa Stoke, I'm writing you in dire need of help. I'm a 30 year old Stoker that recently got married during the the vid pandemic. My the vid pandemic. COVID. Oh, yeah, nice. Th- yeah, thanks for giving it a nickname. Vid yeah. P, dude. My wife and I had friends over who were engaged to a dank couple's game night and some charcuterie. Now for the issue. We ended up playing a game called Do You Know Me, where other players take turns guessing true or false questions or playing cards against one of the other players. Sounds fine, right? Wrong. No, it doesn't sound fine. I would never play that game. Mm. The cards played started unveiling secrets about each other. Some examples are sex on the beach, number of sexual partners, getting laid on homecoming, hooking up with coworkers, etc. <laughs> The worst part is our friends were either lying or perfect saints. I understand everyone has their past, some worse than others, but she told me she had a hard time sleeping after that, and not going to lie, it kind of hit me different as well. What do we do from here? Do you think we need to get a divorce? Please help me keep my name as anonymous as my wife listens to increase her stoke from time to time. Any help is appreciated. Also, what up, Strider, Joe, Joe's Hog, and any guests? Thank you. Wait, wait, so what What he learned? They said he learned, he didn't really get into specifics, but he said that... Some examples are sex on the beach, number of sexual partners getting laid on homecoming, hooking up with coworkers. But yeah. we don't know. And I guess all the secrets were on him and his wife's part because the other party was like, no, we've never done anything like that. The game's um, Do You Know Me? Yeah. Sounds like, hey, uh, let me tell you who I used to fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the things were related to that. Hey, it's hey, a crazy hey. game to play. Hey, hey, I, had, I would never play that that's game. That's not wanna, a game. You want to hear about all my past sex partners? Let's get fucked yeah. up. What yeah. do you guys do from here? You just don't play that game again. Yeah. yeah. yeah Go dude. ride a scooter. Rename that game Homewrecker. Yeah. 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 Rename that game Therapy, dude. Go go freaking <laughs> just go have an honest conversation, dude. Yeah. That's it. Dude, there was a show called like The Honest Truth where couples would go on there and uh, one would be hooked up to a lie detector and they'd be like, do you trust your husband in the same room as your best friend Becky? Camera cuts to Becky and the husband sitting together in the audience and the wife's like, no. And they're like, you told the truth, $10,000. Oh and then God. the questions get potential. Uh, yeah, I remember this. The questions yeah. get progressively more like insane or, or like just or just heartbreaking really. And then by the end of it, I remember the husband, he's like, hey, babe, you've already said all our secrets up to this point. Just give them the last couple secrets so that they could get like the million dollars. Uh-huh. I mean, he didn't say it that long, but he was like, babe, it just doesn't matter at this point. Just keep going. Like, just get the money. Yeah. The whole marriage is already fucking Jeez. in flames. I know. But wait, that's not a game. That's what I mean. Like, it's, these aren't no. games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these aren't games. This is like just like weird psychological, like sadomasochism, and, and we're putting a board game with it. It's, I don't know. Yeah. This is like closer to the board game. Ter- yeah, just, ter- terrible move. Jude Law and Clive Owen just tearing into each other. Yeah, don't play that. If you're going to play that game, play it against a couple that you know is fucking wild. So you see yeah, like, you got, it, yeah, like a yeah. person. They played with the, the couple that doesn't believe in evolution. Yeah, you got to do that at like a swingers yeah. party. If both, couple, if both members of the other couple are wearing khaki pants, dude, you don't play with yeah. them. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, one more. My new girl's ex. What up, Chad, JT, Strider, Joe, or any other boy boss y'all have on the pod? Lastly, late, lately, I've been talking to this girl in college, and we seem to have a lot in common being from the same state. Our stoner 
are, we are stoners and want to move to the mountains someday to shred some nice pow. However, every time we go out to the bars or clubs, one or more of her exes will either come up and try to start shit with me or try to get her riled up. We go to school in a small town, so it's hard to avoid people forever as long as we are here. Any advice on how to handle these past dudes and move on with this dank babe? Peace and love. Well, I think they're starting shit because they're jealous, right? They're upset that you guys are pretty happy together. So I'd always just remember that baseline thing that whatever they're trying to provoke out of you is because they're mad that they're not with her. So you're you're in the position, you're in the enviable position, even though I'm, it, it, I don't envy what you're going through. I would say, I don't know, man, you're probably too young to just start doing therapy, but that's always a good thing. Just learn you can't control what you can't control. And then I, I don't know, I take jujitsu classes too. So you just feel safer yeah. when it's all happening. Small town stuff's tough. I mean, you're going to see people wherever you go. So yeah. there's probably two bars in town and everyone goes to them. So move, move, go, go somewhere else. Yeah. What could the commute to back in for college? What, how bad could it be if they're in a small town now? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They're still in college. I don't know what. Yeah. I, I like taking martial arts. That sounds something to boost your boost your confidence a little bit because but yeah I think uh, they're jealous you got a nice babe be stoked on that and kill them with kindness yeah that can work if you're just like so nice to them yeah like you're just like oh dude good to see you again man (laughs) yeah like what's up bitch and you're like we should be boys yeah why are we friends yeah I don't understand why you're mad at me is it because you're still in love with Claire is that why you're a dick? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Uh, okay, well, we're dating now, so maybe you should move on and find someone you care about. Whatever shit, dick. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably as close to you. That's diff- as, you diffused me. That's yeah, as good yeah. as it can go. That's like yeah. that's it going perfect. So it's not the best stitch to be in. All right. Uh, one more, one more. Girl, girlfriend is a hothead on the road. Hey, boys, so my GF and I went on an hour and a half road trip for a dank weekend getaway. We were using her car, so obviously she was driving. It turns out she channels her inner Vin, Vin Diesel, that's hot, when behind the wheel because she rides the left lane all the way, changes lanes without a blinker, passes cars like a maniac, tailgates and lays on the horn like we're on the runway racing to the last chopper out of Nam. Nam. On the last trip, some dude failed to yield, and she was flipping the bird yelling the whole nine yards. The whole thing was so strange to me because in every other respect, she's a super sweet girl, but I guess some switches in her head when she's driving. We stopped for some Starbucks on the way, and she almost got in an accident in the parking lot because she wasn't looking. During the drive, I said, babe, relax. You don't need to be going that fast. Just calm down. And she yells, stop. I know how to drive. Needless to say, it scared the shit out of me. How do I deal with this? I feel like this is something I definitely should talk to her about because frankly, I do not want to be in the car when she's driving and worry about her safety. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Loyal Stoker, Zach. Yeah, I think I'd just be honest. I'd be like, like, look, I feel super unsafe when you're driving. It's a little absurd, and you scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't like these reckless drivers. Yeah. And it's like, I I think maybe scare her straight a little bit. Be like, you don't want something. You don't want this reckless driving to lead to some, you know, you doing something horrible by accident. Tone it down. It's just like, you know. Listen to some Zen Buddhism while you drive or something. Like, mm-hmm. chill out. Yeah, chill. And, you know, her comeback of, oh, I know how to drive. I mean, you could just tell her, like, look, you want to drive like that when you're in the car and you put other people at risk? Cool. Yeah. Really, it's not cool. Yeah. But if I'm in the car with you, 
no go, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not chill. A hundred percent. That's what's up. Yeah. And it, it's definitely a personality thing with their girlfriend. It's like a control thing. People have road rage, oftentimes have like control issues and stuff because they're not dominating every aspect of being on the road because it's a shared thing. So there's something to look out for there down the, down the road, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, dude, you have the ultimate card to play. It's my life. You know, and you're responsible for it when I'm in your car. Please drive cautiously. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to have that talk, dude. Uh, I, you could. Do, I got a sneaky solution, and I, I did this to help myself stop driving. So maybe she has to be conscious of the of why it's happening for it to be effective. But you take a picture of a baby and you just put it up in her car, and you could just be like, "Hey, this is my niece. I just want to put a picture of her up in the car." Because I, t- I took a picture of my friend Suzanne's kid. And I, when he when he was a baby, and I put it up in my car. So anytime I started driving fast, I'd look at the baby, and I'd be like, I don't want to kill a baby. And it got me to just drive a little bit slower. Oh, that's yeah. smart. Maybe I'll put my niece yep. up there. Doing really? valet. It's a good reminder. Yeah. A lot of people actually do that. I've seen a lot of family photos in people's dashes and right by their speedometer. Let's you know what's valet. at stake. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've seen a lot of people do that. That's good. Yeah. Um, dude, with my ex, because I, I drive like a fucking idiot. Joe knows. Every time we drive. Yeah, I don't like you driving. <laughs> I mean, it's probably why I lost my license in high school. Uh, but I'd be driving with the, my ex, and she would just go, I'd, I'd, you know, stop too close to the car in front of me, you know, just, and she's like, I don't like this. <laughs> she just put her hands up. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. It's not, yeah, I don't, fe- didn't she say, like, I don't feel safe? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not safe, really, with you driving. <laughs> so, yeah, you need, I have a lot of friends that are like that, that pe- people just need to really take a step back get it together and focus on the road um stop at the stop sign i do do that Um, california stop a lot and yeah i mean be safe put the get a holder for your phone um slow down um are you just talking directly to me no i just i I have a few people pictured in my head and i just it's it's frustrating and you're a very safe driver yeah, I mean, I've had a couple close calls, so yeah. In in our garage, you know, your former garage, mm-hmm. Joe never backed out of it backwards all the way. Whoa! He always flipped it around and came out front side. Yeah, I'm not. Why would I back? It's an, it has the the it's a incline. Little sketchy. You can't. He always does that. Why would you back up on an incline? It's dumb. I would say I never had an issue with that, but the one problem that almost did arise is that sometimes a pedestrian would be crossing. And I didn't have as much, like, visibility on them. Yeah, that's the thing. There's also, yeah, there's a huge bush there. I know you have the backup camera, but still, it's, I don't know. That backup camera's huge. I got in an accident in that garage. The only accident I've ever been in. I whacked the pillar super hard. I was, oh, wow. I was down there with you. Yeah. I had to move my yeah. car so you could get out. Yeah. Wow. And I just, I don't know what, like, you had just had, like, a wild hair up your ass it's that hubris, day. hubris, dude. I thought I was, like, trying to look cool in front of you. Like, I can whip this puppy And you're around. so good at parking, too. You're so good in tight spaces with the car. But he just backs up, doesn't break at all, and just runs his car into a pillar. JC looks at me. He's on the phone. He's like, what? And yeah, I was like, that's... oh, I got out and looked and just kept driving. Like, when, I, when I was in high school, I was showing off in the parking lot. And I was like, I kept driving around the parking lot in circles playing like different goofy music. I'm like, whoo. And then I'd back up and like do it again. Like, oh, I'm not done yet. And then one time I, I pulled forward and then I went to back up. And I was like, like dancing like a Britney Spears song. And I'm like doing it for the whole school. I'm like, hey, and then Kush! just crashed into this lady's van who was picking up her daughter. Yeah. I got out of the car and I tried to like give the thumbs up to my friends. Like, it's all cool. I was like, I remember I looked at Joe Capaletti and I went thumbs up and he went, 
Thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> the lady was fine. I was, I was like, I'm so sorry. I am so, so, so sorry. Yeah. All right. Um, should we get into the next part, guys? Yeah. Let's do it. Before, Chat. Before we do, uh, may I uh, deliver my gifts? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Aaron got gifts. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. Beast. All right. I'll pass these out, but let me explain. Thank you. Dude. Ooh, I'm excited for thank this. You. I'm excited Dude, for thank this. thank you, Aaron. Where's Joe's? <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'll just go on my phone or something. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Okay, well, story JT I already opened code. it. But, oh. oh, my bad, my uh, bad. Yeah, so I was standing at a particular place uh, waiting for an order, and uh, it, said, uh, it said on the wall, uh, you got gear? <laughs> like got milk and I was like you know what I don't have any five guys gear <laughs> oh what the oh, shit dude let's see oh yeah. oh my god dude this, I'll use this as a napkin I'm dude. literally wearing my in and out t-shirt <laughs> as we out. I'm wearing an in and out hey, those, those are pretty cool shirts these I are mean, sick yeah Aaron, thank you it'd so be cool much. if you had one Joe <laughs> I can get Joe one. So Aaron didn't know Joe, Aaron didn't know Joe was going to be here today. So no, I ordered them before you got back to town. So right, uh, I apologize. No, it's but okay. I gotten one. And literally, I have enough. Dude, there's five yeah. guys in here right now. We are the oh, five guys. Dude, dude, the five, five guys, dude. Cinco, dude. dude, dude. Aaron, thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you, man. Aaron. Appreciate that, dude. Yeah, yeah, they got like that vintage fade. This is nice. Yeah, and, uh, I love a nice tea, dude. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. That was awesome. Chad, I you, might go to Five Guys. It's really good. Five Guys is great. Yeah. It's not as good as it is. It's good. <laughs> Chad, who's your beef of the week? Uh, dude, actually, I, I was writing, I forgot to write down beef of the week. So what is my beef of the week? My beef of the week is... Um, Tell them about the diet. Because <laughs> you're eating beef. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, it makes me nervous. I think you should talk about it. I think this is compelling. I like that you're nervous about it. It means that it's like meaningful to you in a way. But I, but yeah. I, I don't think anyone should judge you for it. Um, yeah, how do I word it? It makes me nervous. Just tell the truth. Just tell people what to do. When people, the fact that we're having this conversation in the buildup, when you actually say what is the thing, mm -hmm. I think people are going to be like, they're going to, there's no one will judge you for it because you're being so thoughtful about and you, it means so much to you to even talk about it they'll just appreciate your vulnerability is what i mean yeah i, 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 don't, I don't know you got to do it dude we're all the way here Aaron, what what do you think do you, you think i'll be judged uh in no i mean la for it no, no you're an no. adventurer man we already learned that with the with the sleeping with the mouth taped okay yeah i think yeah. you already offended enough people <laughs> no, it doesn't offend anyone. Is oh, the point? Water, yeah. Well, do you know what he's gonna say? Okay. Well, I, okay. So I, I've been I've been trying this diet for the month. Uh, all beef, carnivore diet, uh, animal based. I, I eat honey. I like switching it to animal based. I think yeah. that's a smart move because carnivore sounds so, it's so aggro. It's so yeah, and I wanted to try it for a month, and I was hesitant to say it publicly because. You know, for some reason, there's a, people. There can be such like a negative connotation, you know, and it's like, and I just didn't want to fucking, you know, because just because people are are crazy about that, and it's like I I just didn't want to deal with like the the, 
you know, the other judgments that people might make based off the fact that you do that diet. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's not like, like I, I wanted to do it. I just wanted to try it. And my brother, my brother tried it and we're like doing it together. And it's like, and, but I'm, I'm, I don't, I, I don't want to be one of those guys who's like always preaching about diet, you know, it's like, this is what you got to do. This is why I do this. is The only diet. You're you can not do. like that. Yeah. 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 And I, I think, I think I, uh, so I, I just didn't want to like, I, I was just like, uh, hesitant to talk about it publicly because, uh, I don't know. It just feels like, like on the internet, it just people, people come at you for something like your diet, which is so insane. It's like. I enjoy eating steak, you know, all the time. Steak. And uh, I don't really know why that should become a political thing. <laughs> it, has that happened to people? I, I think it has happened to people. People make it think, like political, and you're like... Don't think they know what you voted for based off your diet. I had steak yeah. this afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, and maybe I'm just way overblowing it, and I'm just, like, sensitive to the times, but they are scary times, you know, because there's just all the... You know, the internet's fucking insane. But I appreciate you being open about it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah so I'm trying I'm trying uh, animal-based for the month, and I feel good, and I like it. And uh, so that's what's going on, and it's got nothing to do with politics. So Any veggies or no veggies? No veggies. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if that's healthy. Well, why don't you do your research, Chief? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with some veggies. All I'm thinking is Chad loves the military-industrial complex. Because of that. <laughs> <laughs> what about a little bit of broccoli? Uh, no. That's always my thing. That's always my thing. I, I, I fully support you doing it, but I'm always like, with broccoli, I'm like, I know broccoli's healthy. There's just something about looking at broccoli where I'm like, well, the, I know this thing's healthy. Here's the argument. So the argument yeah. is that plants don't want to be eaten. Um, and the reason... so. Animals don't want to be eaten, obviously. They can run away. That's their defense system. You know, they have different, or they can, like, bite you, whatever. Plants, they can't run away. They're in the ground. So they develop certain toxins to discourage you from eating them. Mm. And so, um, you know, a lot of plants, like spinach, for example, they have, like, oxalates, which are build up kidney stones and stuff. And so they argue that some plants are more... You know, some plants are like avocados, like fine, but and this is mostly for people who are like super, um, you know, sensitive to foods. Like I, I can eat, I can eat, you know, plants and feel fine. But this is kind of if you really want it. This is like a full elimination diet where you, you know, you just cut out all of that stuff. But the argument is that, you know, and this varies from person to person, but argue uh, that but plants have certain toxins in them that your body disagrees with, and that aren't as you're not able to um fully get the nutrients from plants it, it is what's the term it's like um like bioavailable or something it's like the, the argument that is that from like meat and, and and in this diet you like incorporate like organ meat because it has all the vitamins and stuff whoa um from like the plants that they eat that's the idea um I don't know. It's just like humans are are developed to um, absorb the 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 vitamins and the nutrients from meat much more efficiently than um, plants. Nice, but you know, it's all up for debate. And but I'm just trying it for the month, and I like it. Yeah, you're around a little bit. Appreciate you coming out. (laughs) 
telling people where you're at. Yeah. I think that's powerful. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Joe, what's your beef of the week? Uh, my beef of the week is with uh, the city of uh, Hermosa Beach, California. Um, I feel like I'm not wanted there. I recently am been looking at new places to live, and I, you know, I like that area. It's chill. Uh, I like the vibe, and uh, they, they they don't want me. So uh, I don't what? want I don't want them. What happened? I don't know. I no one's responding to my applications, and one guy told me. On the phone, we'd prefer someone that goes to work every day. So, you know what? I, I don't need that uh, people uh, taking personal shots at me on the phone like that. So, um, you know. Dude, I had, I had a similar experience. I was looking at a place in Manhattan Beach, and I called the landlord. And he's very, like, dismissive of me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have, I have a pretty unconventional <clears throat> job. I boost Stoke. Yeah. Um, I didn't even tell him I boost Stoke. I was like, I have an unconventional job. And he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, okay, okay. And just the tone. Yeah, I got and I was like, vibe. I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. And, I, and he, call, he called me back, and I was like, I'm not even... Well, so yeah. I, I know maybe that's the can- canary in the coal mood. mine. Maybe it's not that chill of a place to live. Maybe there's like a an underbelly of uh, like pretension and kind of uppityness in that area, in the South Bay. Yeah, maybe, but still want to live there you do you like it down there south bay hermosa it's a far commute i thought about like it i was, I was thinking about it's not it. that yeah. far i drove to redondo today that's pretty far redondo's yeah Went to hermosa's closer than another, redondo? i was doing another podcast yeah. oh yeah how was um, craig's co- podcast it's fine he lives far it's, he's almost at the peninsula like pale's very hermosa damn hermosa's like 10 minutes up from that yeah they're about they're both really far it's like 15 miles no big deal. Huh? <laughs> but, <laughs> what? But I'm, I don't have any leverage to move down there right now. So, Joe, I think because apparently I don't go to work every day, as if I'm the one who's causing the global exactly. And no one's going to work. Yeah, barely anyone's able to go to work every day right now. Yeah, it's <sighs> I'm sorry, dog. You'll get down there. Sounds like this guy's a buster, though, dude. You don't yeah. want this guy as a landlord. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, Strider, what's Sorry. your beef of the week? Dude, my beef of the week's with this. I don't know. I forget his name because um, it was on Instagram, Chad. Sort of a similar vein. And JT, you would know this more than anyone. But I'm just cruising on my Instagram, and then I see, not even in my DMs, just right out there. Dude, and the guy put a typo. Stop ducking, smacking your lips on the pod. I hate that shit. I'm from the East Coast. <laughs> Which made me laugh, but he goes, I'm from the East Coast. I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like... I don't know. First of all, maybe I do smack my lips a lot. You edit the pod, so you know more than anyone. So I've been trying to, like, chill. But um, I was like, what, dude? First of all, just DM me if you've got a big issue. Just come. You can DM. I read my DMs. I respond pretty freaking well. My engagement's through the roof, baby. Unless he's talking about this. That's when what I, I thought. He when sent, I do that. He so, sent that so, to so I guess what, buddy? Yeah, you're not That's what's eating. up. Yeah, I don't hear any smack. Yeah, dude. Of course I'm going to freaking swivel the lip on the underbite, dude. Pronounce my V and F, dude. Here's a VF for you. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Um, but I don't know, dude. That kind of just chapped my butt for the day. Of course, yeah. man. You know? Yeah, negative feedback like that is always... I mean, for, for human beings, But hurts. maybe it's true. Am I smacking my lips too much? Have you guys no. noticed it? I don't know. I don't no. think I've noticed, no. And okay. if you do, I love it because it's ASMR for me. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, someone... Yeah. You, you know what helps? It's just to picture him. Maybe listen to him, though. 
Yeah. It's just a. <laughs> <laughs> really? Am I doing it a lot? I, I know I have been backing off the mic a little bit. The, uh, picturing the guy writing that on his phone, like sitting there, just like, that usually helps because you're like, what a loser. Taking his time, probably while he's driving because <laughs> he made a typo. Oh, he made a Dangerous, typo. putting someone else in danger too. Yeah. It's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, my beef of the week is with Tom Rutledge. So I uh, recently moved, and uh, I got Spectrum streaming uh, for my, my cable package, and I have been through so many fucking phone calls with customer service trying to get this thing operational, and there's been so many freaking issues, dude. Like, I had to go get a cable card so I could get all the channels I want. I know this is a first world problem. I'm sorry. This is just a problem I got. I had to go to, I had to, go to the Spectrum store with Joe, and I'm like, hey, do I need the cable card? They're like, you don't need the cable card. You're fine. You're streaming. You're good. I go home. And I start calling them. I'm like, I don't have the channels. They're like, um, well, it says that your work order is incomplete. And then they're like, you do need the cable card. So I go back to Spectrum. I'm like, okay, give me the cable card. The cable card doesn't go into anything. I have this like metallic floppy disk that I just have to have physically. It has to say that they gave it to me, even though it has no technological purpose, just so I can have access to these other channels because it's some weird loophole in how they subscribe their stuff. And then... To, then yesterday I go to watch the basketball game and TNT's not working. I'm not getting the basketball game. I was gonna do chess press while I watched the game. I'd had a pretty busy day. I was looking forward to it. I have called them up. I got like five hours in the can already. And here's what my real beef is: is that when you call these places and you go to get mad, you realize you're not talking to a person who has any sort of uh, hand in the in in the cards you've been dealt like they're they're not the ones responsible for yeah. your shitty cable they're just a person in customer service who has to deal with it so i come in the phone and i'm hot and i'm yeah. like i'm like hey i'm sick of this shit and then the person's like hey i'm really sorry sir and then i'm like dude i'm a fucking asshole man like i'm I, literally they have recordings of me saying this stuff where i'm like i'm sorry i came in hot like i'm just really frustrated then yesterday i call in because it's still not working they said it'd be rebooted in 24 hours it wasn't i called them back and i'm, I'm like hey and i was trying to make fun of myself and i go hey the cable's not working and i'm i'm really this is a really big freaking deal. That's yeah. what I said. The lady is black. It's Martin Luther King Day. I'm like, what the fuck am I? I felt like such a fucking asshole. I was like, I'm so, I didn't, you know, bring up any of that stuff, but I just went like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. It's not a big deal. We ended up having a really nice talk for 35 minutes. And then, you know, the situation got rectified today. So it's no big deal. But so here's the thing. I can't get mad at any of those people. I don't want to get mad at any of those people. They're just doing their job. But Tom Rutledge is the CEO of Spectrum. And I will beat the shit out of you, dude. I saw you made nine and a half million dollars in 2018. You're not worth 10 cents of that, bro. <laughs> if I see you, I better not see you, Rutledge. Such a good call, dude. They put a buffer. Imagine Rutledge. Rutledge he's a coward. He's running. He's like a chef who messes up your eggs. Then he sends out like the, the bus line boy cook. Yeah. to go to go accept the the take the, the t- face cook. the music or whoever it is. Yeah, yeah. The expo someone or else. Yeah. And you're like, no, dude, fucking step up. I ordered poached eggs and you gave me a damn hard boiled egg. Let's talk about it. I want Rutledge yeah. on the horn. I want to talk to Rutledge. That name too. It's like a perfect name to like for someone. To, you know, just like, it's a good who, name for who, a CEO. Yeah, who are you gonna beat up, Rutledge? Everyone's like, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. And what's with their package deals too? They're ridiculous. You want this package? You want, I want internet and cable. You fucking dickwad. And yeah, none of it dude. works. Yeah. It all it, it, yeah. it all breaks like thirty five different ways. The internet's yeah. not connecting to this, and nothing. You yeah. gotta reboot the modem. Do you know what a router is? I don't know what any of this is. Yeah, I don't know what any of it is. And they're and, wasting paper in the mail. Oh, you, congratulations! You qualify for this. Oh, uh, I qualified to give you more of my money yeah. for something yeah. I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to loop me into a deal. They're like, here's we we have a great deal for you. I'm like. What's the deal? They're like, you get $10 off uh, a mainline phone. 
<laughs> I'm like, who the fuck uses that? Yeah, the fucking land. Yeah, they, 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 when they no, were trying to sell me on the mainline phone too, yeah. I was like, I was like, he's like, yeah, so it's ten dollars a month for the mainline phone. I'm like, why would I need that? He's like, yeah. I don't know. And like he, he got snippety with me. He's like, yeah. I don't know. In case there's an emergency, I'm like, don't I have a cell phone, bro? Yeah. Don't I have, he's like, I guess you do. And doesn't like, mainline yeah. go yeah. down first in the movies? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Again, I'm not mad at the salesman because the salesman is just doing the mandate that's been handed down to him from Rutledge. Yeah, it's Rutledge. you, Rutledge. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. All right. Most Roman rulers died out in the battlefield. They weren't sitting in their ivory castles giving orders to other men to die. All right? Put some skin in the game, you fucking bitch. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. I love it. No, Sorry. don't apologize. I, I love where you're coming from. I'm so pissed at Rutledge. <laughs> I just fucking ruined my Monday night. I was going to watch Steph Curry versus the Lakers. And then all the guys are texting on the thread. Dude, They're yes. like, dude, Steph hit the game winner over AD. I'm like, dude. Oh, they won? Yeah. Warriors won? There's yeah. something specific, too, about when you want to watch sports and you can't watch sports. It's like, there's like it's extra painful. Yeah. I, I have a question, though. Yeah. Why are you getting a cable box? Because you can just stream it now. Oh. Yeah, I got the app. You don't need it. I don't have a cable box. I oh, have really? Apple TV. I have all the apps. Oh, really? And my brother, my brother does YouTube TV. He gets all the channels through YouTube. Yeah, man. people do Hulu Live also. You can do and you get all the cable yeah. that way. And you can organize your channels in the order you want. So my bro's got it where like his lady has like the first half of channels and he's like got the second half of channels. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to pay for cable? No, you do. You got you, you pay for the channel still, but you just don't need the the hardware. Mm. But That's I think cool. I think there are some deals out there, yeah. Interesting. Cut the cord, baby. Yeah. Chad, who's your babe of the week? Uh, my babe of the week is my ice bath. Ooh. I did. Uh, I, I love it. I've been, so I, I I got it ready to go on Thursday, and uh, it's running nice at a nice thirty three degrees. I've done it every day since it's been going. I did three minutes and forty seconds today in the ice. And I love it. It's awesome. That's all I got. Nice. <laughs> nice. How yeah. long does it take to get down to temperature? Uh, uh, this you know what? I put some. I threw some ice in there. I threw like three packs of ice in there to jumpstart the water. So overnight it was at like forty, and uh, so the water started. I think the water is probably around like fifty-five degrees, fifty-four, out of the hose. And then put the ice in there, jumped it down to like 45, I think, total, and it was quick. I got to come over and try that thing. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. I, there's still some little thing. There's like a little leak that got fixed, and then, yeah, but it's coming along. You hit it like three times on one day, didn't you? I hit it twice. When, because uh, Miller came over and you guys did it together? Yeah, but it's really tough in the morning. I, I, get, I, I did it this afternoon, and I did like, I, I, I was like warm already, so I could, I could stay in there for a while, but, but if you do it first thing in the morning... That's tough because yeah. your body's just <laughs> fucking your body's like what, dude? Yeah, bro. And you're and you're just like in your garage <laughs> alone, <laughs> and you're just yeah, like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but I love it. Joe, who's your babe of the week? Uh, it was, it's uh, my my dad's new dog, Gabby. Dude, that's she's got a puppy. Um, yeah, her name was Gabrielle, and but he called her Gabby because you know she's not like a. You know, like a toddler in a beauty pageant. So, uh, Gabrielle sounds like that. Um, but yeah, she's a sweetheart. She's really cute, um, and uh, she gives him something to do because he's alone in the house. So, uh, and he's complaining now that she's too wild. I'm like, well, you know, you got at least you got some action on your hands here. You're not just sitting around watching TV, Dad. She, I mean, she's she'll be fine. She's a puppy. You know, just train her. She'll be. 
she's great. So glad he has her. What type of dog? Australian cattle mix. Love those dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's really yeah. cool. I have a cattle dog. Nice. Smart. Yeah, he says she's very affectionate and yeah, so far so good. She's just a little wild. Yeah. I had an Australian cattle dog named Ringer. I, I got him off a ranch hand who was going to shoot him because he couldn't afford to take care of him anymore. And then uh, brought him back to my place in California. Had my tonsils pulled out, and he was a little crazy shit. He'd like jump out like windows, like even if they were like second story high. He just had a wild heart. Whoa. And then uh, he ran off, and I couldn't call after him because my tonsils were gone. Because he was used to living on the Whoa. ranch, oh. so those dogs, you know, are kind of roamers and. And um, yeah, he thought he had more acreage than he did, and I lost him forever. Sorry. Oh, really? No, it's Whoa. funny as fuck. <laughs> That's what I told him. You guys never yeah. found the dog. My parents, trying to be like uh, happy, you know, optimistic about it, were like, "JT, he was such a cute dog. You know, somebody else saw him, picked him up, and he's living a good life." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Wait, did you actually see him get out of window and bolt? I saw him run down the street, and I called after. I went, "Oh, you really saw him running down the street? No tags. He's, he's just..." On Ortega Highway, dude. Uh, no. <laughs> Most fatalities in the state driving, California, Ortega Highway. Really? Dude, my dad tried to teach me how to drive on that thing, dude. Not on Ortega, heading towards the freeway. Sorry, guys, this is super inside baseball to anyone not from South OC. But Ortega heading towards Temecula. Yeah, the worst. That's it. Which is single lane road yep. around oh, yeah, mountains. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just like, I don't know what my dad was doing throwing me into the deep end. He was like, hey, you're a white belt. Let's try and do some black belt shit. And he's like, <laughs> put me in a freaking F-150 four-door and just was like, yeah, just handle this, bro. Yeah. After two miles, he's like, pull the fucking car over. Yeah, dude. He broke <laughs> me. He's like, you suck at driving. I was like, well, this fucking road's insane, dude. Yeah, no one drives that. Who's your baby of the week? Dude, my baby of the week's got to be my GF, dude. Um, dude, she's just been drilling it. Freaking, the other day I went golfing with the dudes, dude. I freaking come back, dude. She's just freaking chilling. Had a dank day, dude. She got all this work done. Just had, dude. It was just nice, dude. We both had just our both two dank separate days together, and just like just fired up on that compatibility that we have, you know. And I think in a relationship, it's nice to have that, you know, truth to oneself, and that she has it, and that I can go golfing with the boys, which is just like a basic self. And, you know, she's probably playing piano and doing, doing something dank I don't even understand and chilling with the dog, dude. And so, we're just fired up on that, dude. Just a nice little day, dude. So, just got to be my GF, dude. Dude, I'm, you set such a nice model for all of us, dude. Love it. Thank you, dude. You know, look, look, I can only take half credit, dude. And honestly, probably less than that. It's all her, dude. Oh, man, that's nice. Dude, my baby of the week, my baby of the week is a good stretch in the morning with a noise. You know, you come out of bed, maybe sit on the couch for a second, and you go, and everything just loosens up and you just yeah. feel like a kitty cat. But my favorite part's the noise that comes up. Wait, didn't your GF say that when I used to have to wake up when I was working locations and I'd have to wake up like, you know, those TV shoots, they start like, four, I only did it for a couple months, but they start at like 4.30 in the morning and she'd hear me in the morning just wake up and go, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Just moan my I used head to hear off. you do that. That's how I kind of wake up. I let out a nice moan and I, I just get every, <laughs> But it's so fun. It just feels so good afterwards. Chad, who's your legend of the week? Uh, my legend of the week is Ted Lasso. Have you guys watched this? Great show. Just the pilot. I, I love it. It's the best. Great character. I, I was uh, my legend of the week is the character Ted Lasso. Uh, it's 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 Jason Sudeikis' new show on Apple, uh, and I love it. He's just like a, a such a fun, optimistic, good-hearted guy, and it's just very uplifting and fun to watch. And I really enjoyed it, and and just the way he tackles life, I think is very inspiring. And he's just like a 
it's just nice watching a TV show about a good guy. Dude, it was joyous. I yeah. agree, man. I, I loved it, dude. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I was like, you don't really get that that often. What's I've the name of the like, show? Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. He, he's, a, he's a soccer coach, and you're just like, you're like, I love this guy. It's just like, it's great. And it's also nice to see Sudeikis getting a W after the Lavia Wild Harry Styles fiasco. You know, I, I was like, yeah. I was happy for him. I think I'm going to make him my Legend of the Week and, and amplify yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's, it's, you're right. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Maybe, should I just do it now then? Yeah. My, yeah. My Legend of the Week, and I'm going to jump to it, is Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys heard, but Chad mentioned it. Olivia Wilde was directing her next film, you know, after the overrated Booksmart. Sorry, I don't mean to give her so much sad. <laughs> and then um, she casted uh, Shia LaBeouf. He dropped out. Harry Styles replaces him. And now Harry Styles has, you know, they said they started dating after her and Sudeikis broke up. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. I think Harry Styles pulled the swoop. Mm-hmm. And I used to kind of pick on, I kind of didn't like that Sudeikis was with Olivia Wilde. Right. I was like, I was like, he doesn't deserve her. I felt he's the like same punching way. above his weight. I was like, he's not that great. And And now I'm like... Dude, that should have been a win for all of us that yeah. Sudeikis was with Olivia Wilde. And now that he's not with her, it, it, it revealed that to me. And I was like, yeah. I'm bummed out. I like thinking that Sudeikis could be with her. Yeah. And he seems really heartbroken about it. And uh, yeah, and I guess my beef now, I want to add a beef, is with Harry Styles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I know people say you can't blame the the person who's on the other, like the, the non-partner affair person. I don't know what you call them. But I do. I blame you a little bit, Styles. And it's just crazy to me. Like, if I'm Sudeikis, I'm like, dude, if Shia just would have been in the movie, maybe I'm still married. Yeah. Just because Harry Styles came in in the 11th hour changes my whole life forever. I don't yeah. know. Tough not to ruminate on that. Yeah. Totally. Joe, who's your legend of the week? Uh, my legend of the week is all these uh, older quarterbacks like uh, Tom Brady, Ooh. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Great legends. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not really fans of these guys, but I have to respect them. Uh, they're all older than me. Um, and they've inspired me to still be athletic. Like I started sprinting in the park now because I'm like, you know, if these guys are still doing it, uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like a year older than me. And I'm like, you know, we're almost like, not that I'm anywhere near professional athlete level, but I'm just saying, thanks, but I can still be physically fit and, um, you know, it's inspiring to see that these uh, these guys in their late 30s and early 40s are still doing it. Who you, you know. Yeah, that's it. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Who you got winning it? I don't know. I mean, I would really like to see the Bills do it. That'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like, and I don't even want to say it. Maybe I'll jinx them. No, I don't want to do that. Are we calling it then? We think it's going to be Packers-Bills in the Super Bowl, and we think the Bills are going to win? I think the Packers are going to win. Well, that's what I was going to say, but I don't want to. I don't know. The Packers not at Lambeau. I still think their defense, they did shore up a few ends, but I still don't think their defense is that great. They're still a finesse team, dude. And Mahomes is going to play. And yeah, and if Mahomes plays, I mean, dude, they could very well beat the Bills. But I feel like they're just going to pin their ears back on defense and just look to hit him fast and often. Bills, I think, have the best defense left. Bucks defense, I think, is okay, but like, if all the defenses left, I think the Bills... They're the worst team, the Bucks. I really don't want them to make no. it. Yeah, the Bears beat them. Yeah, I'm not... Thanks. They got a lot of weapons, but I don't know. Numbers don't look good on Brady, but he's obviously Tom Brady. Yep, because that's the thing. Good good legends, though. Respect to all those old fucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta hand it to them. Who's your legend? Strides. My legend of the week's got to be my hybrid engine, dude. 
I'm just loving this thing, dude. I'm just, it's practical, dude. I'm getting around. It's a sipper of fuel, dude. I've had this vehicle for a month now. I filled up the tank once, dude. It's silent. Just, I'm loving it, dude. You know, I'm just loving this yeah. thing, dude. Ford Escape Hybrid, just really, you know, there's a free endorsement for you. Ford, you're welcome. And, but dude, I'm just loving it, man. I'm loving a practical ride. Nice. Basically dude. a raised high, raised Prius is what I have. I love the black rims on it too. Thank you. I took that. I Chad inspired me on that. Oh, nice. It's a no-brainer, dude. My car's like a blend yeah. between your two cars. That it looks like a Porsche. True. It does. It does kind of, right? Yeah. But I'm glad it's not. Car, yeah. It's like it's like it's like, oh, this guy's sleek. And it's a Ford. Dude. He's built Ford tough. It does look sleek. I, I honestly thought built when you Ford were pulling practical. in, I thought it was one of those Porsche SUVs. Did you really? Yeah. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, I, 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 I could see oh, I could see you driving that and wearing No noise. I mean, I think the vest is perfect look for it. I think it. that might be why I have it, yeah. Oh yeah! I get out of that thing in a vest. Are you yeah. kidding me? Because it's like I, I, it's like I could see you in like a in like come out of it in like a tan mm. tweed suit. You know, not too show offy, yeah. but you know that this guy has cojones. It's Sophistication. Yeah, hand yeah. the valet a five. Nothing too showy, but something that lets him know I appreciate the effort. Tell him the keys are already in the car and it's running. What do you do with your mouth after you do that? Oh, you know what I do? I look at him and I go like this. <laughs> that's right dude to at whatever your thing was on Instagram yeah. Chad what's your uh, quote of the week my quote of the week comes from our accountant Michelle one of the greatest human beings who has ever lived incredible Michelle thank you so much for everything you are the freaking greatest she goes money is fungible my friend nice Whoa. you know I'm a money guy I'm always thinking about money so. of course invested in Tommy Bahama Money is fungible. Fungible? Fungible. What does that mean? I think it's like, uh, can be re- <laughs> replaced. I actually looked up fungible after you told me that. I was like, nice word. What does that mean? It's a great word. I think it's replaceable yep. in terms of like when you're thinking about like, um, when you're thinking about able to replace or be replaced by another identical item. So. Uh, tax write-offs, essentially. Right. I think is what she's basically referring to. Joe, you got a quote of the week? Uh, yeah, it's from Mark Twain. Um, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. I like that. Um, that is good. People uh, have been telling me I should lie more. No, I don't, I don't like lying, mm-hmm. um, especially in the finding a place process. People say you got to lie. No, I'm not going to lie. This is who I am. I don't go to work. Give me the place. I love it. Respect. I'm not a liar. You know why you should give me the place? I'm not a liar. I'll tell you the truth. I will pay rent. I have good credit. That's like in the NFL draft when a player will be honest. They're like, hey, have you ever done drugs? And the guy's like, yeah. And then people are like, oh, is he going to slide down the draft boards? I'm like, why would you? I trust the guy who admits that he did drugs. It'd be the other dudes I'm worried about. Yep. Yeah, trust me. You have never done anything. Come on, dude. You're a first rounder. Lottery pick. All right. Strider, you have a quote of the week? 
Um, quote of the week is from MLK, dude. Put this up on the History's Dank post, dude. It's life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Be a yeah, good dude, you know. Quote, Get back, man. Be part of be part of be part of society, man. You know, and it, and it gets you out of your own shit too. And I also love one of my favorite quotes of his is, "It's never too late to do the right thing." If you're fucking up, don't get down on yourself. Don't go 12 rounds. Don't knock yourself out. It's never too late to turn it around. Yeah. I was, if you ever find yourself in the rat race of, like, trying to beat everyone, get ahead, think, just think, how can I serve? So true. How can I serve? No, mm-hmm. that'll, that'll put your stoke in the right place. I, I'm, I was trying to help out with an organization that helps <laughs> oh, yeah. the homeless, and uh, they're, they're uh, socialists. And so... I, they, they, I didn't, wasn't going to mention that I'm more centrist and probably think capitalism is the best way to go, although I'm no economic expert, but that's just what I believe, maybe because of how I've been conditioned and what my life's given me, but that's just what I think. But then I get on the horn, and, and the lady's like trying to figure out what's the best use of me within the organization, who I totally respect. And then she was like, but what are, she, she could kind of sense some hesitation for me because I didn't want to do the more protest-oriented stuff. And she was like, okay, so what are your politics? And then we got into it, and then she just flat out told me. She's like, look, I don't think you're a bad person. I just think you're ignorant. Which no. cracked me up. Whoa. Yeah. But then our my our Marine buddy, uh, Jeff Carasalis, called me later, and he was like, he called me ignorant too, but he said ignorant in a different way. He's like, he's like, Bar, you're ignorant, dude. You don't know how guns work. You don't know how tires work. And I was like, and it cracked me up too. I think they're both right. I like being called ignorant. It kind of makes me like, I'll be like, you know what? I'll convince this person I'm still pretty cool, even though they think I'm ignorant. Yeah. And you're probably talking to two people who are like very proactive on both sides of the spectrum. Of it was nice game. to get hammered from both sides. Yeah. And they're harder on both sides. And you're in the middle. So it's like, of course, they're going to come. But down I still want to hang out with both those extremists because I think there's a lot of integrity in that, too. You know what I mean? Not extremists, but, you know, just people who are more extreme than me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I should help. Uh, my quote of the week is from this book I'm reading called Conversations with Friends. It's by Sally Rooney, who's like under 30 and has written two like monster novels which is pretty incredible monster in terms of like how good they are they're not that long um and she also wrote normal people which was on hulu which i liked the first few episodes but then it just got too sad and thought they just should have been together because they were the only two decent people in the universe of the show but uh and this this is starting to get into that sadness territory too and she's also very like hard on people who have like kinky raunchy sex and i'm one of those people so it kind of makes me feel bad about it when i don't think it's that bad of a thing if you know it's fun but this paragraph really got me. I try to start writing again, but everything I produce... So the protagonist is really obsessed with this guy she's having an affair with. I try to start writing again, but everything I produced was full of bitterness that made me ashamed. Some of it I deleted. Some I hid in folders. I never looked inside. I was taking things too seriously again. I fixated on perceived wrongs Nick had done to me, callous things he had said or implied, so that I could hate him and therefore justify the intensity of my feelings for him as pure hatred. But I recognized that the only thing he had done to me that he had done to hurt me was to withdraw his affection, which he had every right to do. In every other way, he had been courteous and thoughtful. At times, I thought this was the worst misery I'd experienced in my life, but it was also a very shallow misery, which at any time could have been relieved completely by a word from him and transformed into idiotic happiness. Yeah. It's just like what it feels like when you're crushing on somebody. Yeah. Chad, what's your phrase of the week for getting after? That's <laughs> summary. It's just what it feels like. <laughs> it's true. Um, phrase for getting after it? Um, let's milk this cow. Can you do milk? Right. You can do milk. You can? Animal based. Nice. Ooh. But, you know, you want to go for raw milk, which is illegal in most states. Is it really? Yeah. Interesting. You know, Big Dairy got. Because they're like, the, some of the bacteria can be harmful to you or can, oh, yeah. can make you sick. But my brother and I got raw milk in Idaho. 
Felt great. Would you guys just sneak into a farm and grab some udders? <laughs> no, just, we would have, dude. But they sell they sell raw milk in Idaho. It's legal there? Yeah. They know what they're doing with their milk. What movie is it? Where they're like, yeah, man, we went out and milked that cow. We don't have any cows here. We just have bulls. Kingpin. He goes, took him a while to get going, but once he got started, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe, what's your phrase that we forget after it? Uh... Get the laundry done. You know, let's go. Let's. You love it, laundry. That's more of a, <laughs> a note to myself. Yeah, that's what people say because I always say I'm going to do it and I don't do it. You don't? So people think I do it every day. I, I put it off. I don't do it. I'm lying. No, I shouldn't say. It. I'm not lying. I want to do it, but then, you know, you get yeah. tired and you have to walk into the garage. It's a whole thing. Yeah, you don't lie. Yeah, I don't. I, I get lazy with it, but yeah, let's get the laundry done. Fresh uh, clothes cycle. Let's go. It'll make you feel good. Thanks. Strider, what's your phrase that we forget after it? Excellent. You know who that is? Hmm. That's Stephen, character name from a little movie called Braveheart. The guy who goes, "It's my island. I'm not on, but of course I'm not on on my island." After he saves freaking William Walsh from being assassinated, whips the knife out, just continues walking, dude. Badass, dude. And then he goes, excellent. I'll do his first line when after he kills a guy. So Willie Wallace thinks that... Willie Wallace turns to kill him because oh, yeah. he thinks he's killing him, but he's actually oh, yeah, yeah. killing the assassin who's coming to get Willie Wallace. And then he goes, I never trusted him. He wasn't right in the head. The best. But he's more nuts than anybody. <laughs> and then there's another one where there's like the archery... Arrows, the British arrows are coming down on all the uh, Scotsmen, and like one just comes really close to I'll Wallace's William head. Wallace, yeah. And he goes, gets really close to me, he goes, I talked to God. He says, I'm all right, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. All right. Dude. Scary. Aaron, do you want to end it with the, uh, do you have any capstone you could put on this pod? Capstone. Just, uh, you know, get your Five Guys merch at fiveguys.com. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. dude. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Aaron, dude, come on. Dude, hey, we like, feel that shirt. I mean, that is buttery soft. That is a nice shirt. Nice, Thank you for yeah. this, dude. Dude, I, I doubt this would even get any, like a special sauce stain from In-N-Out would come out of this so easily, dude. Yeah. So what, I want to come up with a pun. What should we have? Five guys and uh, we'll get it next time. Looks like you already yeah. got one. You're already wearing it. Same shirt. Good night, guys. Cinco de going deep. Oh, I like that. Five guys in the stove. All right. Uh, write a review for us. That'd be sweet. Thanks, guys. If you need advice, these guys are really.